welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I'm very lucky to have a wonderful lady. Her name is Natalie Kabanjaran. I hope I pronounced that almost right for you there, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Tell me, um, I love the title of who you are and what you do, Pleasure Magician Coach. So tell us a little bit more about that. Being a pleasure magician, yes. So um, what I do is I help humans reconnect to their source, which is their body, so their sensuality and their erotic energy. And then through that reconnection, it it empowers them to live, love, and lead their lives from a space of radical, authentic aliveness, as I like to say. So that's what I do. And you know what, just uh, having a conversation a little bit with you off there, you know, I can feel your happy uh, energy and you actually embody that pleasure, which um, I'm happy to say is is great because I do meet some coaches that, you know, don't really live up to their their titles, such as sometimes wow. I meet coaches that are happiness coaches and they look the most miserable people I've ever met. Oh, dang. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all here playing this human game. You know, it's like we're all dancing that dance. Um, and um, but yeah, pleasure for me. Yes. Like I, I love to hear that you feel that I've embodied it because it's been quite a journey, you know, to get to that space of like really feeling uh, like, first of all, just what pleasure is for me. Like, what does that because there's so many misconceptions about what pleasure is. Um, and mm. I was guilty of those things where I felt like I, I needed to look a certain way. I needed to act a certain way in order to um, to be someone who who can talk about pleasure. I needed to have certain things in order. It was almost like a luxury that you could have, you know, later on. Right. And so for me to really tap into like, well, how am I uniquely wired? Right. To experience pleasure. Um, and also just the my definition of pleasure and my experience of it is really just acceptance of what is here now it's it's almost like when you tune into the energetics of pleasure like what happens in the body is like you experience emotion right and an emotion comes up you feel the physical sensations and then you bring it in so it's almost like a melting that happens so i like to say that pleasure is is a melting into each moment that arises. I love that, Natalie, and they're so on board with it. Um, so we're going to be talking today about pole and pleasure, but before we actually yeah. get into some nitty-gritty details, would you look, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what's led you to be doing what you're doing now? So what led me was actually pole, so pole dance. Um, <laughs> that's, that was the start of it all. Um, and you know, I mean, even before then though, so I, I've been an artist all my life. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I was always the, 
the weird freaky one you know who is uh who's just quite intense in terms of how deeply they were feeling and um and how they were perceiving the world around them so i've always had that um curiosity about the body and an energy and how it affects the body and how the body moves and like watching other people's bodies and like where they were tense where they were more open and then when they were open like what other parts of the body started lighting up so I was always observing that um I was an actor for quite a bit um I people said I was really good at it so I was like yes please people are gonna love me so this is the space that I can feel safe to be in my intensity to like explore all those places within me that people were shaming me for but on stage I was getting so celebrated for it. So maybe this is the thing. Acting is the thing. And so I go and I do the whole actor's journey. But really, like, the body was always a thing that was pulling me movement, dance. And somehow, some way, um, one of my acting teachers um, recommended me to this studio, this movement studio, did not tell me it was pole. And I walk into the studio, I see the polls. I, it still didn't register to me that I was meant to be going on these things. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so during the class, my teacher was like, okay, we're gonna learn our first spin. And I was like, oh gosh, this is real. Like I'm actually meant to go on this thing. And so I tell my teacher, listen, you know, like I'm willing to try it, but I have no upper body strength. So I don't expect much from me. She's like, okay, fine. And so we did, our first spin, the fire spin or the fireman spin. And it was love. It was love at first spin for me. Something happened like the minute I touched this cold steel apparatus, it was like this wave of energy just shot down from the crown of my head all the way down my spine, past my tailbone. And then the word impact just came through. And I was like, I have never felt anything like this. Like, what is this connection? what is happening like it just felt so alive so that was the beginning of this piece of like aliveness right like that's what I'm really all about and and then I just couldn't stop like just every time I was connecting with this instrument and learning these different skills it was really opening up my sensuality it was opening up just my authentic expression in ways that I never even dared you know, to claim within myself. So it was just a really great way for me to connect to these parts of me that I had suppressed, that I had disassociated from. And it really, like I started training myself in terms of how to listen to my body and like be really present in my skin. And then the more presence I started cultivating just by being in my skin, that's where the pleasure piece started coming in of just like, oh my God, like there's, there's turn on here there's there's arousal here and then from that space I was initiated into the erotic blueprints so that was when one of my first mentors at that space Jaya she's the creator of the erotic blueprints um I was invited to train and to become one of the coaches um practicing this modality and there was so much resistance in the beginning it was like like I'm not this person you know like I, who am I to lead people in pleasure and sexual intimacy and all that but I was like, but I, I feel like I've always been that person, though, that's that's been so in tune with um No, let me let me go back. It's more of the energy piece. So the beautiful thing about the erotic blueprints is that it's um 
there's five pathways to turn on an arousal. And one of the major pathways is through energy. It's energy play. And I did not know that that was an option in terms of like really, like that is how you can get arousal. That is how you can feel pleasure. And so it helped to have that languaging. And um, uh, so yeah, I that was the beginning of, uh, of many beginnings, you know, to where I am now. Well, now that you've mentioned just five pathways, I'm curious to know what the others are. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can we can definitely talk about the pathways. So, like, uh, there there's five. So, one of them is the energetic. So, this is a human. This is a body who really thrives on energy. So, you don't necessarily need to have physical touch in order to experience arousal. Um, there's a lot of space, there's a lot of anticipation, there's a lot of tease and very sensitive, like um, hypersensitive beings typically associate with this particular pathway. And then we have the sensual. So the sensual, um, it's more about the five senses, right? Like that's, that is how you can create artistry, right? In your sexual turn on. And then there's the sexual, which is, this is the common, this is what we have grown up with in terms of like, this is what it is, right? To be in turn on, this is what sex is, right? It's yes. all about the genitals. It's all about nudity. It's all about just like getting to the climax, the orgasm, it's, it's all about that. And then we have the kinky. So the kinky is about anything that's taboo, really. So that, that it's such a smorgasbord of exploration because it can range anywhere from just banking to BDSM to psychological king cried like. Mm. <laughs> so there's such a wide spectrum when it comes to kink because it's really relative to what is taboo for you and your body. Mm. Um, and then there's the shapeshifter. And so the shapeshifter, my mentor calls it the Stradivarius of all the blueprints so the shapeshifter is the mastery of all the other blueprints like it's just i feel like all of us all of us have this inherently we're all shapeshifters we've just forgotten and so those other pathways are are just guides to help us come back to that space of we can have it all like we can experience it all it's not too much i i agree you know the thing is that Pleasure can, like you say, be a different definition for all, each and every one of us. But, you know, it doesn't have to be anything. As long as it's not harmful to to others uh, or the planet, then, you know, <laughs> there, there shouldn't be any taboos, should there really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where the acceptance piece comes in, right? It's like pleasure is just accepting what's here. So, yeah, like if if what is here right now is like, I, I, uh, what, one example would just be like, mm, I'm going more into like existential kink territory. So it's like, I really love the idea of being broke and rejected. And so typically when we're walking around, that's not an acceptable space, right? Or at least that's what we tell ourselves, right? And so, but there's a turn on there. There's a, there's a sensation there, right? There's a pull there. So might as well, like, you know what? Like, I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept that there's a part of me. It's not the whole truth of me, but there's a part of me that really gets off on being broke and being in debt 
and just being rejected. Like, yes, please. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> so it's really just like accepting that peace and daring to find that pleasure because what, what you're doing, that this is alchemy, right? Like you're transforming this thing that you feel is unacceptable about you into pleasure, into arousal. And mm. then the charge, the spell is free at that point to rise all tides. I mean, to lift all boats to, yeah. Is that the term? The rising tide lifts all yeah. boats? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is. So, 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 so interesting because it's all about, like you say, pushing boundaries a little bit, um, pushing yourself outside your, your own personal comfort zone. But actually, you know, obviously within the confines of it being consensual and, and you wanting to try that and not, not being forced on you. Oh, yeah. So consent is a huge piece. And it's not only with partnership. I mean, there's consent with yourself as well. Right. Like um, for me, every day in my self-pleasure practice. Um, and by the way, because I, I hear some people just hearing self-pleasure and then immediately going to masturbation. And I mean, that's one of the ways. Right. But it's not the whole picture. Self-pleasure really is just holding and meeting yourself with what is arising for you. And really learning how to lead yourself through moments of discomfort and low energy or numbness or, or even joy and ecstasy, right? It's like really learning how to hold all those bits of you, you know, really coming to wholeness. And so each practice is going to be different, you know, like I can't do the same thing that I did yesterday because my body is in a different space. So my body may have really wanted physical touch yesterday. But right now it's like, no, I, I don't want that. So rather than just putting my hands on my body, right? And just like going and trying to replicate what happened yesterday, it's checking in. So many of us don't even check in with our own selves. Like, what do you need, body? Like what would support you right now? So that's a huge piece really in what I help my clients with, especially when they're first starting in this play is yeah. like really present with themselves and what is it actually that you need right now instead of making meaning instead of trying to like oh this thing really worked and so I need to bring that back it's like it's over that moment is gone right it gave you information amazing but now this is a new moment yeah right? and some of those new moments might be repeating what you found pleasure in before but other moments yeah. might not yeah exactly and that, that's what makes it so fun though it's like it's a surprise every day you just it's like ooh, like okay i i know this i experienced this great but there's this new flavor that's wanting to come through do i dare follow that and i love that you were saying like the pushing of the boundaries and i personally it's not so much about pushing for me it's more like i like titration like microdosing effect where it's like okay like i don't need to like push my nervous system to the point of like complete overwhelm right no, doing no, this no. new thing but it's like you get to take your time and you really get to set your pace and rhythm you know and you really like <laughs> yeah yeah a little piece at a time like you say rather than you know okay I'm gonna jump off this cliff into the water <laughs> you yeah just start off by you know just jumping off a, a, a two-foot platform <laughs> Yeah, transformation gets to be gentle, you know, like it doesn't need to be this big, you know, like, like forced thing, you no. know. No, I understand that. I, I, I even, you know, have um, took pleasure personally in, uh, you know, everyday moments, like if I'm washing up, you know, I'm just taking pleasure in feeling the suds. 
and the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> it's the simple things, right? Like the simple mundane, quote unquote, things. But th that's that's what like it's a compound effect that happens, though, because the more of those simple mundane things you 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 um you invite right into really feeling the sensation fully and completely as you can it, it it compounds and then it eventually starts shifting your external reality right and this is where we can get into like whole manifestation sex magic all that stuff but like that's a whole other topic <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover that on another episode <laughs> another episode yes <laughs> yeah so tell us more about pole and pleasure then. What what typically um, does that look like? And maybe you can give us an example of, um, you know, say an, a transformative experience that you, either you've had or, or one of your clients has had around that particular topic. So pole, what I love about pole is there's something about it that just triggers all of the um the limiting beliefs that one might have about like what they're really capable of like just just the presence of it alone um and the stigma um unfortunately that's attached to it it's like it brings up so much in one fell sweep in a person's body like i'm not flexible enough i don't like the way i look and like all the all the ways that you would um that you you view your body and the way that you're connected to your sensuality and how much you're supposed to be in your sensuality and your sexuality, all of that, it just starts coming through. It's hilarious to me, like every single time, just how how um, quickly it just comes up. The more time I spend with someone on the with the pole. And so I, and the pole too, it's very much getting you to be so present in your body. Like if you're not aware of where your body's at, if you haven't developed that safety within yourself, that foundation, then you are risking injury. You are risking maybe even death, right? Like depending on what you're doing. So you need to be super focused and present and of course those skills right that you learn in pole if you can easily translate that to sex to what is happening in the bedroom right because it's all movement of energy and so i found that pole was just a really great tool to help me get deeper into my soma into my emotional body into my physical body and it just helped me to physically like learn how to wield those energies, whether it's up and down, whether it's side to side, like whatever, but it's just like, but it just really helped me to reclaim my aliveness, essentially. You don't need this, like you don't need the pole, right? In order to find aliveness, right? But it's like, there's just something about it that every time that I see people come and take a poll class or like even a client of mine that I'm working with privately and they want to include poll in their work with me, it's like the, they just come alive. It's like, oh my gosh, like I just feel so sexy. I just feel so like on fire. I feel like I can do anything. Like I feel unstoppable. It's like, great. So then the poll is almost like a portal. It's like, it's a tool, but then how do we get you to integrate that into the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
I don't know if that really answered the question. Yeah, I just it went did. Out. Yeah, it very much did. Like you say, it's a, it's a useful tool to get people to really open themselves up to, like you say, their 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 bodily energy, their physical energy, their mental energy, their emotional energy to experience that aliveness without actually, like you say, needing uh, to be in a relationship necessarily with anybody else other than themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's how it, I mean, that's where it all starts, right? Ancient wisdom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And I think, you know, that's how we attract healthier relationships, isn't it? By having a healthy relationship with ourselves first and foremost. Yeah. And of course, you know, like with pole, it's like, I, I'm, I'm all about the superhumans, you know, like I, I, I have this dream of just like training, like, the next generation of erotic Jedi Knights. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> and the pull is just such a great, like, I mean, the strength that you gain, the flexibility that you can gain, the creativity that you can gain, you know? It's like, and then just like the power, like, just like you being with this pole and just waving around this like stable force is just incredible. Like there's so many different ways that you can go about expressing um, yourself on this apparatus. And it's just really, really wicked. So. And would you say there's sort of any size or, or age restriction when it comes to learning and expressing on a pole? No, no, kids can do it. I mean, kids already, like you see them on the playground, you know, they're swinging around, they're climbing. I mean, like they, they have it kids have the aliveness piece down, you know? And aliveness, that includes pleasure, that includes power, it includes play, passion. It, it has all that, you know? And then we we forget, <laughs> that's what happens. So yeah, kids can do it. And then, in, and we have a world champion who's, uh, who got that title when she was in her 60s. She didn't wow. start, was 50. So, I mean, so that's the other thing too about like bringing out the limiting beliefs of, oh, I'm too old or, oh, I'm too young or, oh, I'm too plus sized or I'm too skinny or whatever. And it's just like, you know, or I'm a man or, you know, and I'm just like, no, I mean, I, I will show you examples of people in the pole world who are exactly that experience. So you can't give me that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I've been actually pleasantly surprised when I, I've been watching a few TikToks and there's been some quite big plus size women on there that have massively impressed me, you know, with being able to yeah. do what they do using the pole. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a beautiful way of like engaging with your body in a way that like it's more of an empowerment piece. I feel the pole it like it just adds to the empowered piece of like, oh, my gosh, I did this. I created this. I had this limit that I had thought was there. And now I, I've surpassed it. I've moved through it. That's wild. You know, it, it's just such a visceral way of, of showing you what you're capable of. My job though, is to take that like, okay, like it doesn't only stop in a pole class, right? It doesn't only stop in that environment. Like it gets to ripple through. And that's the great thing about it, because I think a lot of us with societal um, conditioning have been brought up with, you know, to feel a lot of body shame, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's criminal. 
it is it is because i feel so sad these days you know especially when i see young girls feeling the need to change their bodies you know by using filters and fillers you know at quite young ages i think it's quite shocking really rather than you know the parents probably encouraging them to feel and be more confident about who they are naturally themselves yeah yeah and you know the the parents i mean all we can do is forgive because yeah. they're doing the best that they can right and um and the whole confidence piece the way i like to think of confidence is you know in the word itself you have confide and so it's basically you confiding in yourself you know like the deepest darkest bits of you you are learning to become so intimate with and so and so connected with that it then radiates out as what someone would say is confidence and mm. uh, i think it doesn't matter what size shape you are what you look like you know it is about the energy you exude that's the attractive thing to somebody else isn't it yeah yeah it's like this is me and if i desire if there's a desire to shape shift an aspect of my body that's coming from a place of i just desire it it's not from a place of oh something's broken about me or i need to fix this about me or society says it's wrong for me to have this right it's like then then you get to play with the filters or like you know if you wanted to put tattoos on your body or like sur- or like plastic surgery even like you know it's like your body is your temple it's your vessel it's like it's learning to really just appreciate what is here to come to that place of acceptance and then it's like okay like what isn't really serving me what's a desire of mine is there a desire to like shift something you know and then you can go for it yeah absolutely and um 100% agree with that you know i just as i say feel sad when i look around today and and see such media pressure you know and um image pressure to be a certain size to be a certain look to be a certain weight uh, and young women especially so being so impressionable being you know almost scarred and, and affected by that to their detriment whereby they, they don't feel they're enough yeah yeah and that's all etched in the body too so it, that that's that's why it's the it, this is the source of all transformation it's like you you got to get in here you know um because it's not enough to just like think your way out of something but it's like you there's the feeling portion needs to also occur so yeah it's like once you get into the body then anything is possible so what have been the biggest transformations you've seen you know could you give us an example of somebody you've worked with who was this way before actually experiencing this uh, connection between pole and pleasure and how they were post being introduced to that? Let's see, pole and pleasure. Recently, most of my clients have just been in the pleasure space. It's been separate. So I'm like really, I'm feeling into like both. Okay, this is more along the lines of, of pole per se. It does tie a bit into the pleasure, but it's more along the lines of just like really embracing your body and just celebrating like what you're capable of. Like I had, um, I had someone, she was in, so she's in her fifties 
and she was like, ah, you know, like I'm, I'm really pulled to this. I'm really pulled to pole, but it's like, I don't know, like, I'm probably not going to really be doing much, you know, like I, I can't really go upside down. I can't really like do all that stuff. So don't expect much of me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I've heard this before because I've also said stuff like that. Um, and so then eventually it got to a point where like the more and more we were working, I would just ask her questions like, is that really true? Like, like what you're saying right now, like, is that really true? Like what would happen? What would happen? Just riddle me this. If you just saw what happens, if you lifted your hips up, you know, like just, just a bit, just to see where you're at. She's like, okay, fine. You know, she's been doing all the conditioning stuff with yeah. me and all that. And she's yeah. like, fine, I'll, I'll see. This is the, the, um, the titration piece, right? Like just baby steps. And so then she did. And then it's like, her body went upside down wow <laughs> but it's like you know we we've been putting in like you know we've been building that foundation right and then also like catching every time she was saying something deprecating towards herself or any time that she was like oh you know blah, blah, oh caught it okay great i'm gonna breathe into it i'm gonna feel it as best as i can and i'm gonna keep going and then eventually it was like okay what would happen? And then boom, the body was ready. And then she ended up going upside down. Now she's doing like side climbs. She's like doing shoulder mounts, which is like going upside down from your shoulder. So yeah, I mean, that's, that was one human that just burst into my space right now. Like it was mostly pole focused, but yeah. Excellent. So <laughs> how long does the sort of the prep work, like you say, the, the mental work as well as the physical work, uh, take typically with uh, for her, with, give her as an example so you know uh, average woman in her 50s how long did it take for her to be able to get to that point so with this particular human it was like five months that's great fantastic yeah, yeah it varies like everybody is on their own journey right so it's more just about like taking it one moment at a time and then that's where the pleasure piece comes in right like melting into each moment that arises and celebrating what is there rather than focusing so much on like, I need to get to this thing. It's like, but it's about, it's the journey, right? And it's, yeah. it's. That. And as we, we, we sort of obviously teach clients, it's not about the destination or setting the goal. It's, it is about embracing and enjoying the journey, getting there, isn't it? Even if you never actually get there, at least you've enjoyed working towards it. Right. Like your life is a masterpiece now because you chose to make it so. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Natalie, before we actually start to wrap things up, tell the audience what is your best contact information if people want to reach out to you? So um, Instagram and Facebook, I am Natalie Kabenjian. So um, very easy to find there. Um, and you can you can connect with me there on those platforms. Excellent. So before we wrap things up, any more wise words of wisdom or things that you would like to share about the pole and pleasure topic that we've been on today? You are worthy and deserving of pleasure. Doesn't matter where you come from, what your lived experience is, you are worthy and deserving of pleasure. It is your namesake. You get to feel so alive in your skin that the universe will have no choice but to bend to your will. And I think sometimes we're, we're afraid of our own power, aren't we, in that context? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the main thing, really. 
I, f- I found, at least for the people I've worked with, be it in pole, be it in pleasure, it's like, that's the main thing of like, I'm scared of being in my bigness. And that's a, a big piece of what I help people with, really. It's like, you get to be the supernova. Yeah, because we all want to make a difference, whether it's to ourselves or whether it's to, you know, other people's lives or other things within our world. You know, we all yeah. want to, I think, at our heart, make a difference. And it's it's all about, you know, not playing small and knowing that you are powerful. You just need yeah. to rediscover what that yes. is, what that looks like. Yes, Lynn, there you go. Snaps <laughs> <laughs> <Snaps> all around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that note, Natalie, I want to thank you so much for having a a really inspired and interesting and so different conversation with me today. Thank you. Really, really been a pleasure. Yes, such a pleasure. Thanks very much, Lynn. Okay, so it just leads me to say true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.